0: Unclaimed Bands, show 123. Hey, music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and with me right now, all the way from the UK, is Healthy Junkies. Uh, welcome. How you guys doing?
1: Not too bad. Good. Thanks, Sean. Thanks. Good to be here.
0: I'm glad we were able to finally do this, with a little little dance, work around, trying to get the schedules all straightened out, and that was my fault i uh just juggling so much stuff, but um, I digress. We'll keep going right on with the interview here. Uh, before we really get into everything, uh, could you introduce yourselves and tell us what you do in the band?
2: I'm Nina Corson. I'm lead singer in the band.
0: And I'm Phil Honey-Jones, guitarist, backing vocals. Excellent, excellent. Well, let's give everybody out there listening a taste of what you guys are doing. Uh, what song are we going to play for? going to play Witches of Lust. Witches of Lust. I love that title and I love the song, too. <laughs> Okay, everybody, this is Witches of Lust. Lust by Healthy Junkies. Tell me a little bit about that song and, of course, everybody out there listening. Okay, Witches of Lust. Well, I think it just came
1: about as most of our songs do by conversations that Nina no, and I are having.
2: Actually, I think it came about when we went to Malta.
1: That's true. Yes. That's true. That did inspire the temples on the south of the island. That's right. If I remember rightly,
2: yes.
1: we visited there. Pretty inspiring, windswept, ancient temples.
2: Yeah, we usually go away when we write songs. We go away for a few weeks and we come back with, like, five new songs or something.
0: Yeah. So, see, that's just incredible. People over here in the States is like, yeah, I saw a skyscraper and I was inspired by the... You know, we don't have beautiful things like that or, you know what I mean, it's just not as easy, I think, to get 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 to uh, all the different places over in Europe and all over, world like that, that have inspiring sights. I'm not saying we don't have some good things here. I don't want the hate mail coming in from everybody back in the States here, but... But uh, that that's uh, that's kind of cool. See so in Malta. Sorry, what was that, Sean? I in in Malta is where you uh, you got inspired to write that and what that's was right, it about? In Boston, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it that's was. right. Yeah, we were there for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, two or three years ago was
2: it? Yeah, yeah, about two or three nice years track ago. track of time. Um, <laughs> it was like um, a really old temple, wasn't it? And
1: twelve, twelve hundred,
2: something like that. Yeah, yeah. thirteen hundred. So quite mystical as well. So. Yeah, very inspiring.
0: (laughs) Well, how did you, uh, how did you guys get started as, uh, as band? How did this all come about? Well,
1: Nina and I actually met uh, at a venue in uh, Soho in London called Punk. I don't think that's there anymore. I think they've, they're building on it like many other venues here. Um, But we met there, and we were both in different bands, and we actually found it a little difficult to write songs at first. Until we decided to write a song for a mutual friend for her birthday, then it was kind of not about us but about her. So that's what started our first song, which is called Glam Sister on the first
0: album.
2: Yeah, and we never stopped writing after that. Really, it just
0: carry on out of necessity.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, with with your songwriting, um, how did, how does that work for you guys? I mean, you said you already said that you go away usually when you write uh, when you go ahead and write songs but is it is it more like um you know music first words or all you know yeah i think it's
2: i think so it's music first uh because when you write the lyrics first it's always quite tricky to um quite make them fit in with the lyri- um, with the music so it's actually better to have the music first get inspired by a certain vibe and then after write the words i mean that's how we do it
1: yeah i mean if i come up with a riff and Nina will come up with a uh, a vocal melody and maybe one or two lines. And Nina's very good at giving the song a direction. Like the other day, we wrote one, and she said, "This sounds like a chase," so the song became about a chase. And um, and then we write the lyrics together, finish it off.
0: Oh, okay, cool! Uh, it's it's always interesting to see how people do it, because uh, you know everybody's got their own their own methods and everything. What you guys uh your last record um or your latest record Lost Refuge that came out in July uh since you guys are always writing and everything are can we expect new material from you in the near future?
2: Uh yeah, I think we should uh have a new album next year. We've got already like uh enough songs for a new album. So uh... Yeah, we got a
1: bunch of songs and what we've been doing is we've been playing them live to kind of uh live live with them and uh the songs evolve as you're as you're playing live so um, further down the line they come out a little better when they're when they're when you first come up with them it's just a raw idea and it takes time to slot in with whatever parts you're doing oh, So yeah we find that's the best thing to do
0: cool cool I'm looking forward to it I, I sampled uh, I have I bought Lost Refuge and I've sampled some of the other stuff that you guys have on um, Reverb Nation some of your videos um, with your videos I, I uh do you guys enjoy making videos I saw 3 that were up there I mean I saw some of the live stuff but the uh the ones that you actually film for the some of the music video we'll say music videos uh do you guys enjoy making them
2: Yeah it's a lot of fun it's uh it takes us away from the live performance and uh gigs recording so it's something different really and uh we like dressing up and uh going crazy
1: yeah. once again nina's very good at giving the videos <laughs> some sort of directory I- direction and idea and we we always do them in a day because that's all basically we can afford
0: it's low budget it's low
2: budget so yeah. we have to
0: do it all in a day and try to make the best of it oh i i liked what i saw they, they were very good i i wouldn't know that they were filmed in a day <laughs> so they were really cool um tell me something for this is for both of you what's the first record you ever bought my one was
1: uh, actually it was two records. One was Rebel Rebel, David Bowie, and the other one was a song by the Electric Light Orchestra. It was I can't even remember what the name of that one was, Mama something, something okay. Mama, <laughs> Nina.
2: Uh, for me, I bought records really late because my parents already had a lot of record, being uh, r- big rock fans. So I started digging in F- their vinyls from really early age and I only started buying my own record when I was about thirteen, fourteen. 14. I think the first one I bought was uh, Live Through This by Hole.
0: Okay, okay.
2: Yeah, it was it's kind of the first time I saw Courtney Love, it kind of made me want to be in a band because I thought, oh, well, if she can do it, I can kind of thing. Thanks. And uh, it all started from there, really.
0: <laughs> That's cool. Uh, well, what are you guys listening to now? What's the last, the latest record you've bought?
2: Uh, Queens of the Stone Age, the new album. Uh, I don't know for you. Uh- Underground
1: albums, a band called Dragster. Oh, yeah, yeah. From Coventry in, in yes. the UK. And uh, we play some gigs with them, and they're great. What do they call themselves? Hot, hot Rod...
2: Hot Rod Devil. Devil
1: Rock. Yeah. Hot Rod Devil Rock. Dragster. We, we, we
2: listen to a lot of underground, unsigned bands, really uh, get a lot of albums from festival when we play with them and stuff. So we don't really listen to a lot of mainstream stuff. We do, but not, not that much really. No. Yeah, it's
1: mostly at festivals, picking up CDs, bands give them to us as well. We exchange, that kind of thing. So a lot of underground music.
0: That's cool. That's exactly what I do. Uh, with, with getting into this business, I find myself listening to less uh, mainstream stuff, unless it's like an artist that I've always listened to, that type of deal. Yeah. And uh, just I prefer to discover people at conferences and, and going to the shows and stuff like that and, and picking up CDs that way. That's really cool. Um, I'll tell you what. Why don't we uh, give someone, uh, everybody out there, another taste of your music? Uh, what are we going to listen to this time?
2: Shine a line.
0: Shine a line. All right. <laughs> That was shine a line. Okay, health junkies, tell us where healthy junkies. Excuse me, not health junkies. Completely different. Uh, where, where's the best place for people to keep in touch with you guys and find out where you're playing at and you know the latest news and all that? Okay, well we've got a website
1: www.healthyjunkies.co.uk and then you can find us on Facebook.
2: You have everything basically on the on the main website. You can get all the links: Facebook link, Twitter. Uh, Everything from there, really, yeah.
0: Okay, so it's all there. All right, everybody, you you know where to find it now, so go get it. Just Google us. (laughs) Yeah, just Google Google us, exactly. Yeah, it came right up. What's (laughs) that?
2: I said you never know what you're going to find if you Google healthy junkies. I mean, it's um, (laughs) quite a lot of health Healthy. Yeah, some, some actually, health
1: sh- shops in America. There's actually
2: um, a Californian uh, restaurant called Healthy Junkies, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: we got the name first.
2: There's a nicetus. Yeah. They they it. Us. yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, we're healthier than them anyway.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh and it'd probably make people a lot happier with your music. You never know if someone ha cooks something bad that day or makes something bad that day. But your music's always great. Uh, I really enjoyed a lot of it. Um I gotta ask, you guys have a big tour coming up in uh, Brittany, France. Uh, is this your first time touring in France?
2: We did a few one-off gigs before there, but we never did a proper tour, so uh, it's really exciting. Yeah, and there's quite a good scene as well where where we're going in Brittany. Uh, it's known for its rocks in
1: Friends of ours have already toured with the same promoter, and they, they they've been several times now, and. Uh, it's always gone well, and there's been good response. And the French, actually, you know, they play, they pay, and they feed you really well. Yeah. <laughs> That's always
0: good. Um, to date, what do you think? You know, because you guys have only been around since like two thousand nine. To date, what do you think is the biggest career moment the band has had?
2: Probably playing Rebellion Festival in Blackpool was pretty impressive.
1: We met a lot of people through that festival. It's it's uh, in August. We just did it for the third time. Yeah, third year in a row, and we've met so many people through that, but also the smaller festivals have been great.
2: Yeah, we played three courts Cornwall, Uh, BBA festival in Ireland was good as well. Yeah,
1: there's a bit of a punk scene which we've been, uh, luckily we've been asked to get involved with, we've been invited to these gigs. Which is a
2: bit weird, because punk don't think we're punk, but uh, indie or other genre we are, so you can't win. So we're not
1: punk enough for the punks, but
0: we're too punk for the non-punks. There you go. Somewhere right in the middle. I mean, I I, I saw that you were playing different punk festivals. I'm listening to your music, and uh, I find it to be very accessible. I, I don't think it's like you know like hardcore punk, but no. I think that's what what's great about it because it it, it kind of fits kind of a lot of different a lot of different uh, people fo- will find it accessible. And that's one of the things that really stuck out for us when we picked you from the Reverb Nation contest. It was just so cool.
2: Maybe it's a bit more new wave than punk, yeah.
0: You know, I I try not to stick to labels and, and I stuff know. like that, and that's it's why it's really annoying. It's
2: really hard to. Uh, that's why I it. just say listen. Yeah.
0: You know, people are either going to like it or not going to like it, and I I personally think that people that that listen to our show will be liking your music. Uh, I, that's my own thing, so I mean, I'm just biased because I like. it. We are
1: finding people that like it. Not everyone's cover tea, but. Uh, we are finding people yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> i would, i would imagine so 3 years playing the playing the uh you're going over to france now you just played the rebellion festival 3 years in a row yeah i think you guys are doing something right
2: well, this, we've got a monthly night happening as well, we've been uh, organizing for the last three years in Camden Town, in London, and it's a free entry night, we do um, we get 10% of the bar to pay the band, and it's really good because we get to put our own bills on, um, it's kind of a bit of a community spirit, and it's a bit kind of, I mean, I, I don't really like promoters in London because they just put bands on together who've got nothing to do with each other, oh. um, Bands play, they go home, they don't support the other band, and promoters don't pay the bands either, and they charge crazy money on the door. So
1: This night's really good because we've been, we always make a point of having a band from out of town, out of London, from the north or wherever, to play. And then what happens is they invite us back to Manchester, to Birmingham, or wherever. So you get this kind of uh, national community starting up. And because it's a free night, it's easy to promote. And over a period of time nina's been promoting it pretty solidly and it's shown the rewards have come through it's always it's always a great night and it's a cut above a lot of the nights in london that happen really i
2: think it has helped as well for us to get a regular crowd and uh, yeah it's been good
0: that's great that's great that you guys are doing that uh you're absolutely right a lot of times uh promoters will throw something together just because that's who they could get and they care about the money they don't you know and then they they wonder why why people leave after they see a band. Well, you put on two different bands that had no business being on the same bill together. I mean, they're great, but they're you know attract different audiences. So yeah. it's cool that you guys are looking out for artists that way, and especially with inviting artists from uh, from outside of the outside of London, right there. That's great as well, and that's really a way to spread the music and let it go out a little you know further than it was intended to. That's cool. If you uh, if you guys could collaborate with any one artist, living or dead, who would it be and why?
2: Uh, for me, it would be Kurt Cobain. Uh, he's just my, you know, my hero. Uh, I've grown up listening to his songs and, uh, I don't know. He's kind of my inspiration really.
1: For me, it'd be David Bowie. Bowie. (laughs) Still (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's cool. That's cool. Um, well, we're just going to wrap things up here. Is there anything you want to say to your fans out there?
2: Well, come, uh, come and check us, you know, check us out live and, uh,
1: Online, uh, send us a message, say hi. We've got a website. We've got like, uh, stuff to buy if you want to support the cause. <laughs> or just say hi, uh, send a message because you know, we always respond to people. Um, check out the videos on, on YouTube. There's like four main videos. Copycat, Trash My Love, Manifesto, and the latest one, Witches of Lust. So four videos to check out. And um, hope to go over to the States at some yes, point. Was you know, if anyone's say, listening, yeah. we want to come over, so <laughs> book us. Well that
0: that that was the next thing I was going to ask for my personal self if there's any chance of you coming over here that'd be great.
1: We uh we were offered a tour by a promoter it didn't happen it was no. supposed to be around now. Yeah. Uh but it's a question of finding someone who can book us, you know, a booker over there who can book us uh, the dates and we can take care of the rest, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we really would love to come over.
0: Well, you know, I'll, I I hope and hopefully we'll get it that'll happen and we'll get a chance to see you and I'll certainly bringing people out i can guarantee you that one Uh, definitely my team so but um yeah that'd be great well look i want to thank you both for taking time to do the interview i'm glad we were able to finally do it um
3: yeah Yeah, thanks it's
0: been good i and i really like i said i really do enjoy your music Uh, i also want to thank you for submitting to reverb nation because it's the only way i get to uh, talk to and, and hear great bands like you guys Um, everybody out there this is uh, Shaw from Unclaimed Bands my guests have been healthy junkies Uh, until next time um, keep listening for great music and let us know about it alright the statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of Unclaimed Bands, its parent company
3: or subsidiaries